welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. What's up, friend? Mm. I am fresh off my Disney trip. And let me just tell you, <laughs> it was far from perfect. How? Wait. How is Disney and perfect in the same sentence? They do go hand in hand. So I don't understand how it wasn't perfect. Normally. Yeah, friend. Normally. But <laughs> let me just tell you, like, there is just this huge difference between Disney with kids and Disney on your own. Oh, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully aware. <laughs> Well, I do have to say that this time was probably easier than it was when we originally took our kids to Disney, which would have been years ago. And I think like my oldest was only like seven, six or seven the last time we went. Mm-hmm. So that makes like his brother was only five. And oh, actually, then my oldest was older. I don't know. Anyways, the last time we went, my middle minion was five and my youngest was three and a half or something. Was she really only three and a half at that time? I'm almost positive. Yeah, that time. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember. Well, obviously, I still remember those pictures because they come up every single year in our memories. (laughs) (laughs) But like at that age, you have to worry about just a whole different slew of things. Right. But this time they were older, which is great. But I had two things that ended up being a problem. Number one, turns out my middle minion is an adrenaline junkie. Did you know this? No. I mean, he has so much anxiety as is. I wouldn't think that at all. Nope, not that kid. Like, he was super excited for everything anyways. But then we get there, and all he wanted to do was try the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Okay, and for those of you that are not Disneyland uh, educated, number one, turn off our podcast. Shut up. Um, Don't do that. (laughs) Stay. Stay a while. (laughs) Stay. Stay. We're going to educate you. (laughs) Um, So the Guardians of the Galaxy ride used to be the Tower. It was Tower of Terror, right? Yeah. Yeah. And basically what it is, is it's a a drop ride. Like you go up and down, up and down, and and it scares the crap out of you and your stomach's in your throat and, Hmm. you know, but... I personally like it because I think that the Guardians of the Galaxy bring uh, an edge of, like, laughter and humor to the whole thing. So it's... Well, and it's more it, current, too. I mean... More Like, current, our kids yeah. definitely don't know what the hell the Twilight Zone is. No. So, and I don't feel like there was really a story yeah. before. I mean, there was. No, no, no. There was definitely a story, what I could remember of it. But, um, like, our kids won't understand that. I mean, let's be clear. Courtney and I barely understand it. I do right. remember. Like, I don't remember a story. Like, I mean, I feel like it's telling you that the the hotel is haunted. haunted. Right. But the but Twilight Zone it. itself, you have to kind of understand a little bit about it. Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely more current, obviously, and yeah. present on people's minds. And I feel like even if you didn't really truly know the storyline, the way that they did the inside of the... Um, the entryway kind of explains to you that you're entering a different world and um that they are basically i don't want to say bounty hunters because then it makes me think of star wars but what they kind of are though they're just kind of rogue and out there and they're in the story i think for guardians on this ride aren't they either either they're trying to escape oh that's what it is they got collected so when you enter the um line for the ride and you're inside um 
they show all the things that have been collected. So it's kind of, right. it's kind of neat. Yeah, no, it totally is. But I was a little nervous about taking the kids on it just because it's, it's pretty intense. It's an intense ride. Yeah. Um, but my middle minion, he rode it seven times in three days. Oh my gosh. Seven times in three days. So that's a lot. <laughs> I know. Um, oldest minion rode it like five or six, and I had to force him to get on there because he was a little nervous. But I knew once he had ridden it, he would like it. And then the youngest, she did end up riding it two times. So all the, the so the the big argument was though is that I wanted to do all of the like classic Disney stuff. I wanted to do it's a small world. I wanted to go to Toontown. I wanted to do. Peter Pan and uh, Alice in Wonderland and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And my kids were like, nah, we don't like any of those. <laughs> and they just wouldn't ride any of them. Yeah. So that was pretty depressing. And um, and of course, none of those old school rides have the fast pass situation. So there's really long lines because most of those are the ones the little kids are riding. Right. So that was my first issue. My second issue, of course, was also that my daughter came down with the flu. Now, how does that shit happen on a trip? I just don't know. I like, you know, she was sick like before you guys left, and then you guys had cured her. Yeah. Well, I thought we had. I don't know. <laughs> and it was pretty. It was pretty sad the way it went down too, because, you know, the, she's the kid that um, I don't know. She's kind of dramatic. I'm trying to be, kind of. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be super <laughs> nice about this. So weeks prior to the trip. She, I don't know what it is that she read or saw, or maybe she was sneaking around on YouTube. I'm not really sure, but she decided that she was afraid of everything. She was afraid of Pirates of the Caribbean. What? She wasn't riding the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, dude. She was afraid Those of everything. Those are such so, basic rides, though. Like, they're not scary at all, in my opinion, anyways. I know. I'm with you. I agree. Pirates can be a little dark, yeah. but other than that, it's once your eyes adjust, there's a storyline to it. It's... It's fun to be in the boat. I, yeah. I So we were having a lot of arguments about, you know, if she was going to Disneyland, she wasn't sitting out of all, the, all these rides because, you know, my husband and I weren't going to sit out on all of them. And I was talking about more of the basic stuff. I wasn't going to make her go on Guardians if she didn't want to or right. the roller coasters, but like the basic stuff. So when day one comes around and keep in mind, we'd already been on road for two days. So because we had visited family and stuff. So when day one of the park comes around, she wakes up and she's like, uh... I have a headache and my legs hurt. And we're like, uh, no, you're going to the park because in our <laughs> minds, we've spent weeks fighting with her and we're sure that she's gotten herself so worked up that she's in a panic. Well, yeah. So she, yeah. So she lasts about half the day and we are on the rise of the resistance ride. Woo. 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 Yeah. The first time we got to ride it, our, our boarding group got called about, I think it was like 10 o'clock, which I was super At night? excited about. No morning. Oh, you're a bitch. You know what? Yeah, it was fast. My boarding pass. Oh, I, anyways, I'm I'm irritated now because <laughs> I got there and I got my boarding pass within a minute of the park fucking opening and our number did not get called until 8.20 at night. I was bitter. I'm like, well, I mean, I wasn't that mad because at least I got on it. But, you know, hearing that you got on at 10 a.m. is a little frustrating. That was the, that was the first day. I got a... I... Did the whole boarding group. And I think we got boarding group 33. So we got wow. really lucky the first day. But anyway, so we're on the ride. And you know that's a pretty exciting ride. I mean, it's not it's not super fast or anything until the little surprise at the end, which we won't talk about because we want, you know, we don't want to ruin it for people. But um, it's pretty, it's fun. Like, there's a lot going on. She almost fell asleep on it. What? She like, yeah, she like leaned over. And so that's at the point where a parent goes, hmm, 
I think there might be more to this than I thought there was. <laughs> yeah, because let's not let that be an indication to anybody about the rise of the no. resistance ride. It is phenomenal, uh, hands phenomenal. down, the best ride. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. You, you it's should an not miss it. Ride. I can't believe no. she fell asleep. Yeah, she almost fell asleep. She just leaned <laughs> over against the side and she like had her eyes half open and I was like, Aww. okay. So yeah, so husband took her back to the hotel, which luckily we were staying across the street, which was like, it ended up being really convenient because of the situation. Right. Um, and we ended up buying a thermometer and she had 103 fever. <laughs> so oh, poor kid. Yeah. So poor kid missed half the trip. Aw. Yeah. But we made sure the third day when her fever broke that she had a lot of fun, but it was... She didn't really have any other symptoms, which was weird. But um, when we got home, ended up going back, going to the doctor, and it ended up being that was she had the flu. <laughs> so I mean, I guess as parents, we judge that one wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. So I wonder how many parents out there listening um, are like, "Oh my gosh, if my kid was sick, I wouldn't even take them." Um, we're not those parents. I just want to let you know, um, Disney is very important to us. <laughs> so well, that we make a sure lot we of go. Money. <laughs> you know, no, for exactly. us, we live. Exactly. Yeah, we live all the way up in Oregon. I don't. Once I knew she had a fever, yeah. I did not take her back to the park because no. at that point, no, of course, I don't want her infecting other people and all that. Um, right. Coronavirus you know, it, much? Jesus. Right. Sure, we, don't, we don't need that. We don't need to no. shut down Disneyland for that. No, we do not need that. Yeah. But um, once her fever broke and she really didn't have any other symptoms, it was like, okay, we're going to take the chance. And obviously you know, keeping her washing her hands and, yeah. and all that. I, I'm pretty careful about that, but uh, you know, there are thousands of people going through Disney. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is that most illnesses you are contagious before you know you have it. So, so speaking of that, did you happen to notice, at least I did the two times that I went in January, I noticed that a lot of people were spending extra time washing their hands. Did you happen to notice that? At least I did. It was noticeable to me because people were actually waiting in line to wash their hands in the bathroom. Hmm. Whereas, you know, like I remember like before, like it would just be like a quick rinse, which by the way, is it that hard to get hot water? Honestly, like I, they had hot water. I didn't have hot water anytime I went in there and I'm like, well, this is doing nothing. You know, pretty sure I had hot. Well, I have heard that there is two sides of washing your hands. Oh, here we go. Either. Right. And I don't know if this is true, (laughs) but I for some reason I read it somewhere. So I don't know if this is true or not, but it's either you have cool water with soap. Oh, I know where I heard this. Our last job. Oh, that's was it from Wiki? uh, No, it was from the person that wouldn't fix our hot water. Oh, she told me that it was either you had cool water and soap. Or you had hot water, and either of those two would kill germs or something like that. She don't know. I know she didn't know, but that was what she told me. And But I do think soap does it. Like, I think yeah. that soap will do it, as long as you're not just rinsing your hands with cold water. Well, I know Wiki but no, I don't told know. us something about it, too. Well, by the way, our friend is not named Wiki, but we have always called him Wiki because he was always a plethora of knowledge. But he had told not- me about how important it was to use soap because of the molecules and how they break down. He is literally like the Big Bang Theory all by himself but because um, he's super scientific. But I literally, because I was using hand sanitizer all the time because that was a big thing like years it ago. Was it still then, is, yeah. obviously. But like he said, you know, hand sanitizer is not the best option. It's good if you want to use it, but always washing your hands with soap is best and i'm like okay that's true he had this whole scientific reason why it was better <laughs> so okay i believe so him we... over the maintenance lady who just didn't want to give true. us hot water i'm just saying right 
No, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Before we get too scientific, maybe we should get into introductions so people actually know who the hell we're talking like, uh, if to. If they don't know who we are, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. Okay. I'll get on with it. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to the love of my life for 10 and a half years. I have a new obsession with nail colors and true crime podcasts. That's a nice mix, right? <laughs> they go hand in hand. I also survived, oh my gosh, yes, survived the Nevada 2020 caucus. And I couldn't stop giggling when the precinct chair lady kept saying caucus because <laughs> she couldn't say it right. <laughs> and then she chimes in, oh my gosh, but it's a mouthful. I was dead. I'm oh, sitting there no. looking around the room and I'm like, I am so immature right now. I was dying inside. <laughs> and never mind that she couldn't say uh, Judge's last name to save her life. Okay. And no, I will be can't. very clear. Right. I did go on Google to Google his pronunciation of his last name to make sure I was saying it right. And it looks like it's one of those trending um, searches on how to say <laughs> his name correctly. So I'm not the only one. It is spelled kind so. of funny. And the fact that it has butt in it. I'm in. It's hysterical. <laughs> I don't know. Such a 12 year old. I know. I know. It's bad. Oh, and I'm Courtney, the other half of Mom's City F Word. And yeah, I'm that mom that doesn't watch her mouth around her kids. Sue me. Don't care. <laughs> Uh, there's three of those little terrorists living in my house and I do love them. So just saying, um, I've been married to my husband for 12 years and he still makes my heart go a flutter. So, oh, that. that was so sweet. Aww, yeah. I almost gagged. I it's know. Okay. I know. I, I can see it your face. Hard. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can see it. So you want to know the top worst thing about traveling with kids? It's packing them. Oh God. No, I don't. I know it. The, so this last trip. For some reason, and I don't really know what the deal is, but my middle minion decides that he has to have his own suitcase. And it was a fight. Like, he had to have his own suitcase. There are five of us. And so <laughs> I typically try to squeeze everything I can into one large suitcase if I if I can do it. I mean, sometimes I can't. But, you know. But when you make me, like, separate stuff, I feel even more challenged. Um <laughs> I, what I do personally is I make a list for each kid with the number of items I need for each of them. As I pack the stuff, I check check it off the list so I don't forget shit because I will. Because I'm real. I'm real good at forgetting shit. Oh, my gosh. Same. Me too. So my husband definitely helps in the packing of the kid department. Uh, thank goodness. He's, uh, you know, it's one kid that I got. I think, yes, one. But one. I feel like I'm preparing him for college every single time we're traveling. <laughs> All that's really missing is toting a mini fridge and a bunch of Ikea shit with me. <laughs> that would, you know, that's going to be the result of when he goes off to college, I'm sure of it. But, you know, I'm also kind of extra when it comes to packing uh, for the kid. I make sure to lay out his outfits um, first, and then I pack them in the order of the days. My husband is not so concerned with that shit when he packs him. He will throw in like 20 fucking t-shirts, 20 <laughs> pairs of shorts and underwear and socks and call it good. He's just throwing it all in there. I don't mind this since I know the kid is basically overpacked when my husband does it, you know, because he doesn't pack him per days and things like that. And I didn't spend, you know, myself four hours mulling over what the weather was going to be like during each and every fucking day of the trip and then matching his outfits, you know, to the destinations that we're going to jesus extra is not the fucking word for you okay i, I don't <laughs> shut up the, the packing it in order of the days no i am not good like you i don't I plan have to outfits. i have oh, to that. no no unless there's like specific things we need like cruise travel 
like for our last cruise, for instance, I needed to pack fancy shit for my entire family. And that's not just one outfit because on a seven day cruise, it's two nights. So I have to pack two nights worth of fancy shit, which was like a whole different challenge. <laughs> but in general, um, I'll say, okay, here are five tops, five bottoms, five socks and other things. And so when we get to our destination, I'll come up with five outfits out of that shit. Jesus. But the other good thing is, for me at least, is my boys do not dress fancy like yours. So it's way easier for me to just throw five jeans and five t-shirts together and they're fine. Jeez. What about the time it takes to unpack and get everything situated for everyone? It is so difficult. I wish there was an unpacking fairy to handle that shit for you. That would be amazing. I can't even imagine what it's like for you, though, Courtney, with five people to figure out who's going to get what drawers and what side of the sink belongs to who. I always stake out the side with the most counter space and the outlet, of course, because, you know, I have a lot of hair going on. I have a lot of makeup accessories and all the things like it's crazy. Wait, unpack. It took me like a good beat to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. Have you <laughs> lost your mind? With five people, we basically live out of our suitcases. What? Well, okay, no, hold on. Actually, I take that back because it does depend on trip and length. I will say that going back again to our cruise situation, as you know, there's no room for like open suitcases in in a cabin (laughs) at all. So you are basically forced to unpack if you want access to your shit, because then your bags get put under your bed and wherever they fit. So yeah, for the family, I will unpack for a cruise, but for shorter or hotel stays, nope, we're living out of suitcases. Wow. Wow, friend. (laughs) So packing for a land vacation versus a cruise is entirely different. At least I feel like it is. I don't know about you, but I definitely feel like it is. You know, when you pack for a land vacay, I always have it in my mind that there is probably a target nearby that I can peruse to (laughs) in case I forgot anything. Right, because there's a target fucking everywhere. So, uh, you know, but when I pack for a cruise, my mindset is let's prepare like we were on that show Lost and take every fucking item you can't live without. That's my mindset. That's that's for reals. When I packed for our cruise, I had every type of medication known to man. I had a thermometer and an extensive first aid kit. But when we went to Disney, I didn't bring any of that. And of course, then what happens? My daughter ends up sick. So I didn't have any of the stuff I needed. But to prove your point of knowing that everything's just available nearby, I was able to buy a thermometer and kids Tylenol at the hotel shop. But of course, yeah, yeah, it was like 50 bucks. So but that's also kind of the problem on cruise ships because everything is available there. But it's so fucking pricey, Uh, especially on a cruise ship. I mean, $50 is pretty steep, too. You could have just taken her to the urgent care, dude. It probably no, would have cost I, just as much. I had no idea where that was even at. So It's not like you went to a foreign country. You went to Anaheim, California. <laughs> it was too much work. I don't know. Oh my and she gosh. was sleeping. So I just let her sleep. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I think traveling with kids at different ages is also a challenge. I think it's so much easier now that my kid is bigger uh, and more self-sufficient. When, But when he was a baby and going through the baby and toddler years... I not only had to pack for the trip itself, but I also had to carry a snack depot with me. I didn't appreciate that. (laughs) I felt like I had bags and bags of food and, and bullshit with me. The one thing that I know we could not have survived without on the plane were those damn yogurt melt things and those Gerber puff 
things. I know that there's uh-huh. moms out there that know exactly what the fuck I'm yep. talking about. Yep. I know that there are they aren't the best thing to give your kid. I know, but they are great during takeoffs and landings on planes because uh, the yogurt melts will keep their mouth busy and keep them swallowing so that their ears don't you know keep doing that in and out thing or get stuck because. I would not appreciate that. Um, I think I ate a couple of the yogurt melts my damn self. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. You know, when my friend Melissa flew to Hawaii with her littles, she made all the passengers around her little gift baggies. Okay. Because she extra like that (laughs) to prepare, you know, to be pre-apologizing, you know, for the chaos that could ensue on the trip, though her children were perfect angels. So they, they didn't need it. But I'm sure all the passengers around her super appreciated. And I thought that was pretty damn clever. See, I'm on the other side on that opinion, and I have I have had some debates that have created pretty strong feelings around traveling with little kids, and the fact that people can just be complete assholes. Okay, so here's the deal. I agree as parents that we have responsibility to calm our kids. Of course, it's our job to take care of the kids. Like, keep them quiet. Um, but when you're traveling with infants or toddlers, sometimes you can't control everything. And I don't think you should have to apologize profusely for babies being babies. Right. Um, it always makes me angry when people insinuate you need to. So my favorite antidote has always been around this. Like, did you come walking out of your mother's vagina as a grown asshole or did you cry as a baby too? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know where I heard that or if I just made it up, but like, that's always kind of been my thing because point being as long as the parent's doing all they can, right, then people should just lay off. We were all kids at fucking one point. You were a baby. Trust me, you cried, dickhead. Um, <laughs> but I feel like you and I are on the same when we, you know, handling our kids on flights. You handle your kids. You don't mm-hmm. just ignore them. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely avoided traveling with them as much as possible when they were little because mainly it's just a fucking hassle. It is a hassle. Um, you know, I usually do have compassion when it comes to a parent trying their best to calm their kid down. It's really those parents that just don't give a fuck that irritate me the ones that you know their kid is going to be an asshole and they put their headphones on and ignore the kid that shit really bothers me that's the kind of shit that makes me just infuriated like I want to go grab the kid my damn self and take care of them because that's all they really need is just some you know cuddling <laughs> touch your kid once in a while most people. likely just fucking pay attention you know i truly don't care if a kid is screaming at the top of their lungs i really don't as long as i see the parent is trying their best i really try not to be judgy since i too once had a little baby but that's why we always did what we could do to prepare every parent knows their kid you know your kid honestly and they certainly know what is going to calm them down. And if that means throwing an iPad in front of your kid for the three plus hour flight, by all means, please do that. Yeah, no, some of my go-tos have always been electronics. I don't care. I mean, even (laughs) at my minions ages, keeping them occupied can be a full time fucking job. Mm -hmm. Um, Our last trip was a 15 hour drive one way. So if we didn't have iPads and Kindles with games and movies, I'm pretty sure I would have had a miniature mutiny on my hands. (laughs) I, and I actually did something different for this trip. And I don't know if I told you about this, but I created good uh, goodie bags out of snacks and little dollar store toys. And um, so to like, so that they weren't just sitting there watching their electronics for the whole 15 hours. Cause that would also get boring too at some point. Yeah. I would think so. Well, your neck and looking down, I mean, sure. Oh know. no. I bought stuff to put them up on the back of the seats and stuff. That's a whole nother thing. Oh Lord. Uh, they were cheap. They're on Amazon, but I, you know, you slip the iPad and the Kindle in the back of the seat. So they're just sitting normal watching forward. Oh my forward. gosh. Spoiled much. (laughs) Hey, it I 15 hours is a long fucking time, friend. So but what they did was they played road trip bingo and every time they won a game, they they got a bag of little shit. And then that kept them busy for a little bit. 
So, but it was a little too successful. So I ran out of prizes for the ride home, but it did help change things up a bit. I, you know, I seriously do not know how you do these crazy ass long road trips, friend. You know, my husband refuses to go on road trips that are longer than two hours. That's it. We don't, we don't do that anymore. So we do fly a shit ton. So basically I am only driving ever to St. George. Cause I think that's the only two hour like <laughs> minimum because I can't drive two hours to California. Where am I going to end up? Like, hello. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, I think. in the middle of nowhere. So, uh, what is that road? Zysix Road? That's where I'm going to end yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, now I'm spoiled and I won't do road trips unless they involve you. I would do that. Then I'm down. As long as you don't pull some The Hills Have Eyes bullshit on me, oh, we God. can definitely travel again on the road together. Here so. we go. That shit wasn't my fault. It was your I fault. I just. Ha- no, it wasn't. I just happened to mention it reminded me of a movie. And you mentioned what? it when it was fucking dark as shit on the road and there was no <laughs> fucking lights and we were in hills. Hills. Okay. Well, they I'm had like, eyes. oh my gosh. Uh, what? It was your fault. I, I don't care what you anyways, say. Anyways. <laughs> um, another issue that we always have, and I know you probably don't have quite the same issue, but because there's five of us again, is the size of rooms or in the case of cruises, cabins. Mm. We are always needing a suite and it just makes trips to family so much more expensive. That's like half the problem because it just, it almost doubles the cost of what you're paying. Right. Um, this last trip, I actually booked a room that said it could accommodate five, which I thought cool because we're just going to be at the park most of the time. I will never do that shit again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me, don't ever do that shit again. Um, the beds weren't the problem. We had two queen beds and one bed rolled out. So we had plenty of space to sleep. However, we decided to eat lunch in the room a couple times and there was one chair and one desk available. So like, and you know, you're asking little kids to balance food in their laps and shit. I don't want to sleep in ketchup. Well, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta eat your food like a savage on your bed. Right. So, and not to mention all of the space that our stuff took up too. Like, of course I had. Well, did you unpack though? No. Uh, this is why. <laughs> if <laughs> but you're living I out mean, of suitcases, that's exactly why you don't have any room crazy. Whatever. Okay. That's too much work. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I will, but I'll learn my m- mistake and I'll just pay the extra and get only suites in the future trips where we might be doing more than just sleeping in our rooms. But I feel like cruises are a little different since you really eat out every meal and you rarely are just sitting around in your room. So I think we could probably survive with a regular room with just enough sleeping space for five, I think. You know, you just need to stay in some of those deluxe suites, you know, like the big ass ones that have actual separated rooms and shit. That's what you need. So just throw down the money and live in luxury. I'm just going to put that out there for you. Calm down, crazy. I ain't in your lane. Like, that's not... Whatever. I'm not in my lane. I don't even live in this lane. (laughs) Um, Let's be be real real, though. Okay, so trips with kids, they aren't really vacations for parents. We will have another podcast at some point, I'm sure, about traveling without kids. That's the best. Um, But when I'm traveling with my kids, I feel like I'm the fucking entertainment director of my family. You know, with three kids, they inevitably do not agree on anything from what rides to ride to what food to eat. Oh, God. That is so fucking true. We spend all this time prepping for the damn trip. And then we also have to make sure that they are entertained and fed the entire trip. Who signed us up for that? Honestly, 
That's exactly that's why. Yeah, that's exactly why trips with kids really aren't relaxing at all. I don't even care if you're going to the fucking beach, people. It's a fucking trial to get your kid all ready with all the goddamn sunscreen and all that shit. You know, unless you're fancy enough to hire a damn nanny on your trip, which congratulations to you. You've arrived at life. (laughs) (laughs) But Courtney and I ain't at that level, okay? We are at the level of let the lifeguard watch them while I slip on this margarita level. That's where I'm at, you know? So, but, (laughs) but to be clear, I don't really do that since I do keep at least one eye on the kid, you know, unless we are traveling with Courtney, then I let her oldest be the Manny in the situation. (laughs) I probably should stop. I I probably should start paying this kid on these trips because he really does take good care of my kid. (laughs) He does enjoy babysitting. And you know what? The good news is he's CPR certified. So, you know, (laughs) that is good to know. Yeah. Um, I think the closest thing to an enjoyable trip with the kids really is can be a cruise, you know, and here's why. Because most of the time, number one, you're eating at a buffet so they can figure out what the fuck they want to eat on their own. Like you don't have to cook them something or decide on a restaurant. Yeah, You it's want 20 right waffle sticks? Have a good time, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy that. <laughs> Whatever you want to eat. It's yeah. all there on the buffet. Um, but also there's unlimited soft serve. And let's be honest, oh. our kids and husbands knew how to take care of mm-hmm. advantage of that. Um, you aren't going to get really far. Like you don't have to go far to get your food or your entertainment. And most of the time the crew staff, like I don't have, I haven't had it happen yet. And I don't think you have, Mm -mm. but they are like super accommodating in kids and to kids in general. Oh yeah. They will basically do anything. So if you have a kid like yours and my youngest, they will go off to, Oh, that, you know, we can lose them half the time at a kid's club. So that makes it super nice too. (laughs) Thank God they're contained. (laughs) I know. And they leave you alone and someone's watching them. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, it's serious. They make you check them in and out and everything. Yeah, so they're, that's, they're being that's another way. <laughs> Unlike your oldest. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, you know, I really don't know how they keep up with that soft serve shit. My husband and your kids ate so much of that ice cream. It was amazing that they even had an appetite for dinners and shit. But damn, they all ate like the world was ending every single night. <laughs> I think my husband ordered one of everything. And my husband's, he a, did. My husband's a toothpick, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he's super no, skinny. He and totally he's did. like, I'm going to need one of everything on this menu. I'm like, stop it. Stop it right now. He's like, I'm on a cruise, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Remember on the cruise last year when my middle minion just could not miss one of the evening like music shows? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, any other cruise I've been on, I have never, never gone to every show because I'm freaking tired in this vacation yeah. and I want to nap. Like, yeah. that's just it. I want to nap. Um, my favorite things to do on a vacation is nap and read. That's it. And neither of these things I get to do when my kids are with me. Because they don't want to do all. that. They don't want to nap and read. But I love nap time. I am obsessed <laughs> with it. I think this is why Courtney and I are best friends, actually, because we both, before we had children, could nap anytime, anywhere. Anywhere. Through an earthquake, through a fucking hurricane, uh, a tornado. That happened to me, actually. I slept through a tornado. That's amazing. In Nashville. It went through downtown Nashville. Um, so for my Nashville friends that listen, they probably know what year that that happened. I do not. But I just remember my dad called me and he was like, hey, there's a tornado coming. You probably should, like, get downstairs. And I'm like, ugh. I'm napping. I'm going to go downstairs and nap. So (laughs) that's what I did. I went downstairs and napped. That's me. That's what I do. But, you know, it's really the only reason I have ever enjoyed um, on a cruise having an inside cabin. I think I've had an inside cabin twice now. Uh, But it's because you can make them pitch black in there at all times of the day. My kid will even take a nap on a cruise because of that, which he will never, ever do any other time. Like, if we on the land, it ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, I do have to give my kids credit for one thing, though. Um, they don't usually go into, like, video game withdrawal. And that's what I, my big worry has always been. You think that they would, because they really do love their video games. But on the trips we've taken, they've never complained about missing them or missing TV or any of those type of things. They do really know how to enjoy a trip, even if they are completely running me ragged. (laughs) (laughs) I think that all of our kids go into this adrenaline overdrive on these trips. And getting my kid to calm the fuck down is nearly impossible, at least until um, after dinner time. The wind down is not always fun i can tell you that right now because he turns into mr grumpy pants and he kicks and screams not so much anymore but this is when he was little and he becomes the mayor of meltdown city yes (laughs) that's a real job and he is officially the mayor of it um it doesn't happen all the time but man when he's done he is fucking done dude that's no fucking joke my children were all citizens of meltdown town too so i mean (laughs) Oh yeah. Like I'm I'm not even sure if this last cruise if it was because it was the first cruise for my kids or what, but there was no slowing them down like at all. And I remember how chilly it was, but they still wanted to swim every damn day. But the but at least they ate. That's the whole thing. Like my kids <laughs> tend to eat really well when they spend a bunch of time af- like outdoors. Uh-huh. And um the one rule and point I made to myself was, you know, when we went on this trip was if they ate pizza every single night for dinner, I didn't care. If they ate cereal from a box daily, I didn't give a shit. Like, just eat something and don't melt down because you wouldn't eat when you were supposed to. Yes, absolutely. I don't understand how they were in that damn pool because I was on that trip. And um, it was not only was it cold, it was also windy. If I remember, yeah. right. you know, I was sitting in the sun wrapped in 20 towels <laughs> and here are our kids jumping in the damn pool with yet another damn soft serve in their fucking hands. Mind you, of course. okay, it's freezing cold and they have ice cream in their hands. You know, that shit was ridiculous. And don't even get me started on the damn cereal with these cruises. My little pack rat. Okay. <laughs> he will <laughs> grab, he will grab three of those damn fruit loop boxes. And it's, he tells me, okay, but it's one for now and one for snack, and then one for after dinner. Like, I can't even argue <laughs> his logic. Plan. Yeah, he has a plan. You know, and thank goodness they don't have Fruity Pebbles on cruises because I would be grabbing those for myself. One for snack, one for now, and one for dinner too. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous with the Fruity Pebbles. Um, you know, can we also talk about the process of getting kids' passports? What a pain in the ass. Why? Why would you bring this up? I fucking hate passports <laughs> but they are for reals you know we just got our global entry and it's one thing to do that and passports for yourself as an adult okay but to get them for your kids and the appointments is a hassle and a half and let me tell you why <laughs> not only do you have to make sure you get an appointment but also as parents you both have to be at said appointment okay like hello we all have jobs you know at least most of us <laughs> and yeah. ain't nobody got time for that shit i understand why the process is the way it is i get it but damn we are in the digital age can't we just do a video chat or something i mean <laughs> honestly like a retina scan 
don't they have that yet on your computers? <laughs> They're always watching us anyway. You might as well, right? So anyways, I wonder if that will ever be a thing in the future. You know, the good thing is you only have to do passports and I think global entry once every five years for your kids, I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, the whole both parents having to be there plus the kids having to be there. Like any day the kids are out of school is probably a holiday and the stupid passport office people are going to be out too. So on top of missing work, I had to take the kids to school late. I mean, I get while I get it. I get why it's like they're too like the whole fake ID issue and parents trying to skip the country with their kids or whatever. But <laughs> shit, dude, like for us law abiding folks, it's difficult. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, can we talk about something else that's also difficult? Preparing the kid for your trips is also packing their devices with all the shit that they need for said wow. trip. Yeah. I am the worst about this. I literally, um, you know, I'll be walking out the door and think, oh, shit, I didn't load the iPad with the movies and the games that he's going to need for this damn trip, you know, and praying I'm standing in the, you know, doorway of my house with iPad in hand trying to load games and praying that that Uber driver doesn't get to my house too soon yeah. <laughs> so I can get that shit all downloaded before I get disconnected from my Wi-Fi. You know, I remember one time I was waiting for, I think, like five movies or TV shows that he wanted to download. And they were like at that almost point, you know what I'm talking about. It's like that yeah. sliver of pie on every single like round dot and it's downloading. And I just kept stalling <laughs> so that they would get there in time, you know, to like finally finish. And I, I, I get sweaty and I, my heart palpitates. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I'm like oh my gosh I clearly like to live on the edge clearly that's where I like to be <laughs> right and this is this is why I have to start a checklist like for everything not only for all the clothes but also all of the chargers I need to pack you know Kindle oh. charger number one oh Kindle charger number two iPad charger wait do I have enough charger for all the fucking phones oh. and of course half the devices have to have different chargers so they don't even share chargers <laughs> which is such bullshit man it's just a way to make us spend money I know it oh yeah and you're right. And then there's the making sure everything downloads because the thing is, is that once I start the downloads, um, you have to make sure they actually do download. Yeah. So one time I started downloads and I thought, okay, cool. And I walked away, let the thing just finish or I thought it did. But when I went to go give the device to one of my minions, the downloads hadn't even actually taken because the device was out of space and I hadn't checked it again. Aww. So yeah, people do this days before you have to leave. <laughs> Don't be like Courtney, please. Or Paris. Don't be like me. Yeah, like neither of us are clearly good at this game. <laughs> so this whole conversation is is stressing me out. Like I told you, I, I get all sweaty and everything. I'm sweating right now, for real. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm thinking. She has her head to her forehead, I, I, or her yeah, hand to her head. Her yeah, hand I'm is like, on her forehead, friends. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, eh. I'm stressed. So, you know, it's so true. You know, I have a bag of backup cords and earphones in our suitcases that never comes out because they're the backup plan, right? But I'm pretty sure that some of those cords are now obsolete, like I think, Two of them are like Samsung. I haven't had a Samsung in like eight years, I think. Uh, but, you know, none of the electronic companies can fucking stick to one goddamn fucking power cord. And it's annoying. It's stupid. Yeah. I can't tell you how many trips I've taken where I've had to buy a cord. So I have charging cords in almost every damn bag I've traveled with at this point. But inevitably, I will take them out for something, like for some reason. And then I end up buying an, uh, something new again the next trip when I use that bag, thinking I have a cord in there, but I took it out for some reason. <laughs> 
friend, don't buy them in the fucking airport. That shit's insane. Oh, my gosh. So, speaking of insane, did you see at Disneyland that they are, you know, selling, I think it's like a charging station. I thought it was a charging station. Sorry. That's what I thought it was. But when I walked by and it's in the locker area, you can uh, buy these pre-charged power banks. But I looked at the price and I was like, are they fucking serious? It's $30? Uh, you know, yes, I did see those, and I was wondering what the fuck it was. I mean, you can go buy your own battery pack for 30 bucks and use it all the damn time if you remember it. That's the one thing I always do have, my battery pack. Especially because you're using your phone as everything from a camera to your Disneyland tickets. Like, everything is on that thing. Well, okay, so you're clearly smarter than me because I left said power bank at uh, the hotel. <laughs> that, I didn't pay $30, though. I just, you know what I kept doing? I just kept throwing my phone into airplane mode. Anytime oh. I wasn't using it, which I know, again, this is me living on the edge. <laughs> That's a hassle. <laughs> it really was. But here in Las Vegas uh, at T-Mobile Arena, they have these charging lockers. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these things. Uh, obviously, the arena is made or sponsored or whatever by T-Mobile. So, you know, they, they want their fucking product everywhere. But it was really kind of neat that they had all these charging lockers um, that you can leave your phone in and you lock it with your own code so nobody else can get it. Like, why can't Disney do that? Um, because then Disney wouldn't make any money off of it. They make enough money off those fucking ears. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Did I tell you that my youngest bought two sets of ears on this trip? I mean, keep in mind, she was only even at the park for a whole day and a half. <laughs> uh, what? My eye almost fell out of my head. They rolled back so far. <laughs> like, what the fuck, friend? Two? Okay, well, hold, hold on. So the agreement was that her first set of ears we would buy for her because it just, it's her first trip of, well, it wasn't her first trip, but she doesn't remember But before, that she'll remember, you know, yeah. That she'll remember. Um, and so we were there maybe an hour and she honed in on a pair and we asked her, are you like super sure? Because this is your one pair for the trip. And she said, yes. But then she ended up buying another pair with her own money later. Holy shit, dude. Two? That's like $50. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just like, see, I'm still stressed out from the prior conversation. You know, it's not like she's going to be able to wear these fucking things to school. Friend, I have a collection of ears. So do you. You know what, Courtney? This isn't about me, you whore. Don't bring me into this. Don't talk about my ears. Don't talk. Don't. Don't. Don't start with me today. I'm just saying ears are a thing and you know it as well as I do. I didn't even buy a new set this year, uh, this last trip and I'm super sad about that. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. did I tell you that I am thinking of making a display wall for my ears? You know, the ears that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> no, this is awesome. But hold up. How many pairs do you actually have that you can do a wall out of them? Okay, friend. I am not, I am not confessing that on this podcast. No, there will be no evidence of how many I actually own. So go on with something else <laughs> oh i'm not gonna rob you stop it but speaking of ears did you see the 2020 ears this year i bought uh 2018 ears you know obviously two years ago and i was going into this trip thinking that i was gonna buy a set for the year because i thought it was really cool that i had 2018 years um and i was gonna add that to my collection but dude i didn't like them at all uh i saw them when i was there in january and at first i thought it was someone's Etsy shop that had made them. And then I saw them everywhere. So, of course, this lady in front of me, I had to, like, look closer. I'm sure she thought I was a weirdo. But I look and I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit. What the fuck? 
these are Disney made. Like it actually had, like I literally, three ladies later, I was looking for the tag, you know, that Disney parks tag. And I was like, yes. oh my God, they really are Disney. Like I couldn't believe it the first time. So I had to verify. <laughs> But I don't like them. You know, I like my puffy ears. I don't like these flat ass discs that Disney is now doing. You know, that's a marketing fail, if you ask me. Yeah, they look cheap. And I agree. I like my ears to be puffy. Um, I also asked someone about the donut ears because I couldn't figure out the theme. Like, I feel like most (laughs) of their ears all have a theme. And there's the donut ears. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, what's the theme? And the guy basically told me there wasn't a theme. Just the food that you can buy in Disney. I wasn't sure how I felt about that either. Oh, man. Now I want a donut. Oh, see, Disney does know their marketing. (laughs) Touche. So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice and you have an addiction to Disney ears, come sit next to us. (laughs) Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today... Mm, you know maybe you did maybe you didn't but anyways please give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast it really helps us till then these moms are fucking out out